Welcome, everyone, to the Nerd Journey podcast, bonus episode number two on the week of American Thanksgiving. We're going to be joining you every week to talk IT career, news, and opinions based on our points of view. I'm your host, John White, at Journeyman on Twitter, joined by my co-host, Nick Cordy, at NetworkNerd underscore. Hey, Nick, how's it going? Hey, John. I'm doing pretty well. It was a tough workout this morning, I must say. Pretty much my whole body hurts. But, you know, I'm also making sure that I have enough pairs of sweatpants to get me through this week of massive intakes of food. <laughs> I don't know about you. I mean, this is a bonus episode, so this is kind of like, you know, the, the dessert tray at Thanksgiving, isn't it? That's right. Second helping. Right. And I want to make sure everybody knows here, we're both VMware solution engineers looking to bring you the career advice we wish had been given to us earlier in our careers. We hope our discussions will be relevant across disciplines and remain timeless. If you're enjoying our content while you're consuming that pie, please drop us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. And if you want to get in touch with us, tweet or DM at Nerd Journey. Ultimately, we're just two nerds on a journey. A journey to virtual enlightenment. So let's take a trip. Awesome, Nick. How was that opening for you? It was good. You know, I'm really excited that we got our first review on Apple Podcasts, John. I don't know about you, but very exciting. Exciting. Milestone. They said that John White guy was really good, but the other guy, I don't know about him. <laughs> that is not what the review said. And I challenge anybody uh, to to go and read the review. It was uh, five pages long. Um, I had to click the, okay, now I'm telling lies about the review. I think it was, on the, it was in the Gardner Magic Quadrant, wasn't it? Did that come <laughs> up? No? Okay. Yes. Mm, okay. Continuing to tell lies about Apple Podcast reviews with John and Nick. Back to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Back to the pie. Yes, yes. So topics today. Um, it is the week of Thanksgiving uh, when this is dropping. Um, American Thanksgiving is a tradition we are, we're both raised in. So that's kind of where we're living. So we decided to ask two questions of the community and, um, those two questions were, what are you thankful for in your career and your current job? And second, what are some career-related items you should be thankful for but have not been in the past? So, Nick, you had an idea about the structure and the way that we should uh, approach these questions and the responses that we got, right? Yes. So I figured since we crowdsource the information, we're going to take each question in stride and we're going to tell you what the community said as a whole and then we'll have the big reveal where John and I tell you what we think and if we agree or disagree with what the community said. And we'll do it again for the next question. Spoiler alert, we almost always disagreed with what people were thankful for. We're, they were just almost always wrong. Absolutely. Uh, right. Unless they agree yeah, with us. Maybe I'm back, to, I'm back to telling lies again. Okay, great. So first question, what are you thankful for in your career and your current job? Um, the first, uh, rather than, you know, maybe say every single response, um, I think what we did was kind of go and, and put them in categories. So the, the, the first theme that came out that I felt, you know, pretty, I had a pretty strong positive reaction to was flexibility, um, ability to work home at home, uh, at certain times, the ability to uh, set schedule to, to take, um, specific holidays and, and maybe when, uh, you know, the employer emphasized, uh, being at home with family, 
uh, during holidays or, or other special you know points in time and in life and the ability to actually you know spend time with the family and to, to do uh, uh, family oriented activities that that really resonated with me um, I yeah, I think I'm very lucky to work for a an employer who emphasizes work-life balance, um, flexibility of schedule. Um, I know that, you know, as a salaried employee at VMware, we have unlimited uh, PTO and really encouraged to take it. And my managers at various times have kind of given me some side eyes and said, hey, uh, haven't you not taken enough uh, PTO so far this year? And uh, maybe you should take some more. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should take some more. <laughs> and uh, so that's uh, really uh, been a, a very positive thing in my life and and a really good culture point for the working at the organization. I, I don't know, Nick, uh, has that been uh, a point that's resonant, you know, flexibility and work schedule? Absolutely. I mean, in what we do, for the most part, we're in control of our schedule and that's, not going to be the same depending on where you work. You know, there may be an instance where you must be available during these specific hours, doing these specific tasks, and you don't get that flexibility. And, you know, it's a, it's a blessing to have it. And you just have to make sure that you keep structured so that you can use the flexibility to your advantage. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very true. I, I think even, um, I noticed in uh, kind of our internal discussion boards about employee benefits, uh, it was pointed out that uh, non-salaried employees have, you know, very specific days off, but they actually also have two floating holidays to take. So if there is a specific, you know, cultural holiday or, uh, you know, family specific holiday that, you know, is uh, really important that maybe isn't a specific holiday for the company, you can still arrange to take that day off. I was like, wait a minute, that's, that's awesome. You know, um, if you come from a culture that has a new year, that is not the calendar new year or, um, you know, specific, again, cultural specific or, uh, you know, traditional holiday that, that the company doesn't happen to observe it. It just was really it made me really thankful to to work at an org. Okay, I'm now I'm giving stuff away, um, but no, that wasn't specifically on my list. So um, I'll, I'll just say it. You know, I, I just hope that that other people, and I'm glad that other people have the ability to have that uh, work flexibility. So yeah. Anyway, what about growth? That was another theme that we saw with community responses here. You know, and we when we say growth, that can mean growth in knowledge growth into a new position perhaps, or maybe growth in the number and type of people that you get to interact with. So a lot of people like to learn new things. They want to make sure that they're learning something new all the time. And I, I hope that that's you, if you're listening, that you do like to learn new things because that's one of the ways to grow. You know, a lot of people enjoyed being in a specific field and just being in that field, they felt gave them the capability to grow and, or maybe a dynamic environment with every day being different, different problems, different solutions to, to help you really grow your experience in, in what you're doing and, you know, helping a wide variety of folks, maybe in a support role, exposing you to 
different problem solving strategies, different ways to interact with people to polish up your social skills too, because you can't ignore those, right, John? Definitely, definitely. I think um, another theme that kind of emerged from that, maybe uh, growth from feeling supported, right? Like if you feel like your employer supports you in the things that you want to do, then you feel like, you know, having that base of support. And I think maybe it was one of the things that, that you mentioned in our discussion with Tom Delicati, where you went to him and said, hey, I think we really need to do this. And he's like, okay, go do it. You know, that kind of attitude and support, um, it helps you to grow into something or, you know, in a direction that you you were interested in exploring or in a way that, you know, you felt was important for the business. So that that idea of support. Yep. I call that trust from your management. There you go. There you go. And then um, I think we also had this kind of other general category of, of job and career where people were were happy about specific things like benefits. Um, and, and again, we, you know, as the end of the year, a lot of companies have uh, like open enrollment season and, and that kind of resonated with me as I, I went through this, the, the process uh, at the end of um, our, our period where, you know, I went and I looked at our benefits and, healthcare, you know, that the, the company was helping me purchase and, and insurance and, and, uh, um, all these kinds of things. I was like, you know, this is, we take it for granted, but you know, we're getting these things from our employers and I'm just, I'm happy to have it. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, people talked about specific things like, you know, time off and, and making sure that, you know, again, kind of uh, going back to um, a flexible schedule, but like the emphasis of uh, making sure that people are spending time with their uh, loved ones and holidays and things like that, you know, as a company benefit, um, that, that really resonated with me. And then also it's just being happy to have, you know, a good job and, and a good fit for a job. Like, you know, so those kinds of things. I I don't know. I, I hope that, um, Nick, uh, that that you're in a position as well where where that resonates with you that that good job fit. Yeah, and you know the ability to be able to do the job the the best way it works for you. You know there are going to be some general criteria for success in the role, but you and I may approach it in very different ways, but still be successful. And the ability to make that choice for what's working for you is is a is a great thing so that you can innovate in ways that, you know, someone just telling you exactly what to do and exactly how to do it can't do for you. Yeah. That creativity in the role maybe um, is what I hear you saying. The ability to do the job, I think, as you said, exactly the way that you see fit. You're right. We have, you know, the same title, but we have different approaches and, and there's nobody saying like, well, here's the rote thing. Um, here's the script that you read when the phone call comes in and here's the decision tree. It's like, no, no, here's the, here's the results. Uh, you know, your customers and you know, your style. So, um, why don't you be empowered to go do the job the way that, that you see fit. And in that, in that vein, I think, uh, someone, I think who was, uh, uh, worked for a government agency, uh, mentioned, uh, you know, feeling supported and, and thankful for, for the people that they served. And, um, so that I'm going to put 
as a general category of customers, being thankful for customers and their support of you. Uh, that can be internal customers. It can be people that you're serving. If you work for a government agency, it can be, uh, like I said, internally, like if you are in an IT department and you're servicing other people in the company, then you're, they're your internal, internal customers. Um, so that relationship, uh, I think I've been uh, definitely very uh, thankful for. And then I want to say a couple different things, excitement and coworkers, I would say. Maybe we can group those things together. Um, you know, being thankful for supportive coworkers and, and um, having good interactions with coworkers and then excitement in general about the job, you know, looking forward to coming in and, and or staying home and doing the job as you see fit. Uh, is that uh, something that, that resonated with you? Yes. I enjoy my coworkers. I, you know, you have to think that maybe not everybody has excitement about their coworkers, but you know, if you are in an environment where you can get along with the people you work with and learn from them, just as they learn from you and interact in a pleasant way, that's fantastic benefit. Yeah. Yeah. And then just baseline, right? Just thankful for having the job, having the paycheck, having the benefits. Um, I think that was a that was a good overview of the responses that we got, and then uh, so with that said, the specific things that we were thankful for, I I was also very thankful for enjoyment in my career and in the jobs that I have and have had. Um, I think doing this podcast has helped me to be thankful and mindful throughout the process of the. Uh, the problems that other people are having and the things that I kind of have taken for granted, uh, you know, fulfillment, enjoyment, excitement, growth, um, positive interactions with customers. Um, and it's also made me thankful for the ability to give back and, and hopefully bring some of the advice, you know, that in the patterns that we're seeing um, and, and giving that advice and, and helping to hopefully serve other people in their um a journey in that career journey. So been very, very thankful for that. I don't know if that uh, resonates with you. Certainly does. I, I said some things that were similar, but also some that were different. You know, I, I really appreciate the team that I work with. I work with people who have the same kind of drive and ambition that I do. Who they desire excellence. The job is, it's very dynamic. You know, we don't do the same thing every single day. I know that some folks are okay with that, but I really like the dynamic environment. You know, coming from education, that was pretty dynamic. Even though we were in the classroom every day and going into IT and now pre-sales, it just fits in that mold. And I, I really enjoy that. And like I said earlier, doing the job the way it works for me, my the way my methodologies may be slightly different from others, but I can work with those folks and get some ideas from them on how I might be able to improve and vice versa. I'm actually very thankful, John, for being a part of the greater technology community, for all the people that have helped me on my journey and being able to to help those folks in, in any way I can, whether it's through this podcast or, you know, something technical, but it's, it's really good. Uh, if you don't mind, I want to brag on some previous employers here. I don't know if you ever had the experience where you had the the holiday potluck at the office. Everybody brings something. 
we used to do a, a theme, you know, maybe it was, I think we did a, a healthy one one time. Everybody bring healthy food. One time we did a, a Mexican food potluck. I mean, this is Texas, so that's pretty popular around these parts. <laughs> a lot of times we'd actually have a, a surprise early office shutdown on holidays. So that was that was pretty fun. How about yourself? Any fun former employer stories like that? I think along that theme, I don't think I have anything. I, I do remember having some really interesting potlucks. And I, I think it emphasized for me working in a smaller office where there were not a lot of divisions between the different groups. Um, I worked at a wholesale distributor and the, the people that worked in the warehouse were close to the people who worked in the front office, who were close to the field sales team, who were close to the um, marketing team. So everybody knew each other and there weren't a lot of, you know, siloed boundaries. Like, um, and just that sense of community, I was, I was pretty thankful for. Um, I would say one of the things that in my mind popped into, <laughs> popped into my mind while I was uh, considering this was, uh, people in the industry doing cool stuff I wish I had the time for, um, but then writing about it and letting me kind of, you know, live through that process uh, um, from afar. And uh, so I had two examples of this. Um, one was uh, Cody Darkland. Uh, he had a post, oh, actually, you know, he had a, um, he was on uh, the GigaCast and he was talking about this, I think. And it, inspired me to go listen to, uh, or read his blog posts on it. Um, it was his journey in his blogging platform, moving from uh, WordPress, I think, to uh, static site generation. And he was uh, uh, going to, to the Hugo um, static site generator. And then he was also using the Clarity UI, which is the open source uh, user interface library that VMware uh, created and, and released into the wild. So it was a, a bunch of stuff that I wished that I, you know, stuff that I had come across before and I always wanted to do it. Um, but as it is, I'm, I'm just not blocking enough. And uh, I also didn't want to have yet another reason to slow down um, our podcast generation. Like, oh, we're not going to release any episodes as I figure out a whole new platform to release them on. <laughs> so um, it was really cool to um, listen to him talk about it and uh, read his uh, read about his journey. Um, I think we actually talked about Coded Arkland once before. He had a uh, interesting post on imposter syndrome that I think we reacted to in episode 10. Yeah, that was a great post. And you know, one of the reasons that John may not be blogging as frequently as he would like is something that I'm very thankful for, and that's the John White School of Mentoring. So I am a former student and still a student of that mentoring school. So if you need John's help to get yourself to the next level and you want to be thankful for a mentor, no reason you can't tweet out to at Nerd Journey for pricing and packaging information. <laughs> <laughs> Got him again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Man, I didn't write it down, but I'm thankful for my mentors along the way, the people who helped me up. Um, and uh, I won't list them out loud here, but there's many people who's, who, in whose footsteps I followed who give me specific advice, who 
who really just, you know, went out of their way to help me on my journey. So thankful for that mentorship. Yeah. So I'm going to jump on the soapbox for a second here, John. And all right. Soapbox time. I think that based on, wait, hold on, hold on. I have a, I have a soundboard, uh, sound effect for this. Okay. Give me one second. Oh, wait, no, I don't have a soundboard or sound effects. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Well, soapbox. So, you know, we, when it's Thanksgiving time, we tend to talk about what we're thankful for and really appreciate things we have, but just remember you should always take some time to reflect every once in a while on things that you're thankful for. Learn to be content with what you're doing and where you are. You know, we're all on a journey to different goals. You know, maybe those goals are personal. When we talk about the podcast, it's professional, but don't get so hung up in those pursuits that you lose sight of things that are important family, spiritual life, other things that may go in there. Um, Just don't, don't be blind to those simple things that are around you that you have. And maybe a lot of other people don't, you know, I I like to, I learn a lot from my nine-year-old daughter. She sees the world through a very simple lens and she's thankful for the smaller things. And oftentimes pointing those out to me to, to really give me some perspective. So, uh, I want to encourage everybody listening to to take time to appreciate what you have and and the good things and do it often. Stretch yourself for more, but always be appreciative for where you are and what you have. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, so important. I I really think that uh, I I come from this uh, cultural and spiritual background where we we try to question... um, uh, things, the, the acquisition of things, right. Um, uh, shiny things, uh, expensive things, you know, just, uh, the idea of possessions and, and are they important? What are they important for? And so make sure, I think, uh, one of the things that, that just kind of sparked in my mind is when, when you're trying to progress, like make sure you're progressing for the right reasons um, make sure that you're thankful for the kind of baseline things that, that you have that are important. Um, I think we talked about Maslow's hierarchy of needs uh, in, in a previous discussion uh, that hasn't been released yet. But, um, you know, the friends, the family, the, the safety, you know, the basic things that we have that maybe other people in the world don't, make sure you, you always uh, keep those things in mind. And And if you are trying to progress or acquire, make sure that you're doing it for the right reason, you know, um, and, uh, and not get caught on, on the hamster wheel of, uh, acquisition. Right. <laughs> um, and actually that it really, that dovetails into our next, uh, uh, question that we put out to the community. Uh, what are the career related items you should, you should be thankful for, but have not been in the past. And, uh, there were some patterns here as well, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, this is kind of saying, um, what, what are we taking for granted? And interestingly enough, there was a growth pattern in this section too. Uh, People didn't realize or, you know, weren't, uh, weren't thinking about how much they get to grow in what they do each day, getting to do new things that are enjoyable and challenging and, you know, working for companies that actually foster 
growth for their employees. You know, we, we sometimes take that for granted, you know, that's just something we do, but when your employer encourages that, that is a great thing because I can tell you not every organization does that. And someone even said that they take for granted the fact that they work for a growing company. You know, that's oftentimes a sign that you're going to have some stability in your employment there. You know, if your company is growing, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember talking to somebody who was working, uh, again, I worked for a wholesale distributor and this person worked for a wholesale distributor as well. And was like, I don't know how my employer stays in business. I, I feel like we have, you know, product that's in the warehouse that's, you know, maybe a decade old that's, you know, aged out, nobody wants it. And, you know, I don't even think anybody knows what's going on out there. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I, you know, I just, uh, it made me thankful that the company I was working for at the time was, was, you know, well-managed and, and seemed to be growing and, and had a future and, you know, it afforded me this position of, uh, you know, being able to pursue my interests in IT at the time. So um, you're, you're absolutely right. Just the, the, the person who called out working for a growing company or a healthy company, uh, just so important. The second pattern that came out was community and, and thankful, thank, being thankful for being involved in a professional community. Is like, yeah, I was like, man, that, that is hit the nail on the head. You know, uh, sometimes you, you, belong to these networks or in, you know, formal networks or informal networks of people, um, you know, working towards a common goal, you know, people that can, you can call on for support and advice and, and you just take that for granted that you have it. And again, in doing this podcast, we're doing a lot of research and, and reading about people who don't have those things, you know, where they're in a bad situation and they don't have any professional contacts or community to, to lean on, you know, to speak of. So to have those things, to be able to call on those things, just so important. And then I think the involvement in social media, you know, the kind of taking that for granted as a, you know, as a skill or, or a level of involvement, um, you know, whoever called that out again, you know, spot on. It's like, you know, I didn't really think about these relationships that I've developed, you know, from people, uh, you know, who I, I honestly like have met, you know, twice in my life, you know, but they're still important voices in my life. They might even not even know, right. They, they post something and I go, Oh my goodness, that's, that's so helpful in, in my uh, life right now. And, and maybe they posted it, you know, a year ago or, or something like that. And I just do some research and, and stumble across it. But, you know, those things, you know, being thankful for community. I, Nick, I, I assume community has been pretty important in your life as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today without community. That's how you and I met. You know, we met through the Spiceworks community and uh, met each other in person at a Spice World. And three or four hours later, you know, we we went home. <laughs> Great conversations and obviously kept in touch. But as you said, it's pretty amazing how you know, people with a common interest or two can really strike up just a few conversations, find out they have a ton more in common and become really good friends. And that's, you know, that's what community does, building up other people. It's good stuff. Now, yeah. Another pattern we saw here was kind of related to the environment where you're working. 
things we take for granted. Now, I, I'm not sure how many people would point this out, but I'm thankful that this person did. End users. A lot of times when you're in a technology type position, you get worn down by the requests of end users and and maybe dealing with them. But you know, without them, no one needs you. So this person was thankful that their end users are, are great folks and that they are people who appreciate what this person does to support them. Again, that's a, that's a good sign wherever you are. And another one was comfort. I I work in a comfortable environment. Someone said they're fortunate that they don't have to work out in the, in the weather, you know, when it's cold, when it's hot, they don't have to be out there, doing tasks that are extremely physically exhausting. They get to sit in an air conditioned or heated room and, you know, work on a computer or travel to places and they don't have to put forth that kind of physical effort. So yeah, we definitely take those things for granted. Any thoughts on that one, John? I mean, I would say that, you know, racking and stacking is a, is not the same thing as uh, digging a ditch, right? Not um, at all. And uh, I'm extremely thankful for the level of comfort that I have as an information worker, even though I do have to drive around a little bit for my current job. I mean, it's just, it's not, you know, my hands are soft, soft, soft hands. Um, and uh, Is that because you use Dawn as your dishwashing liquid of choice? No, I actually use this product called Utterly Smooth. Oh. It's a hand cream. Nice. Yeah, I get I get it at Walgreens or CVS, whatever I'm happen to be closest to. Um, that's not actually on my list of things that to be thankful for. My soft, soft hands. Um, but uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, the the environment is you know that we get to to do our jobs in is uh, you know I once had a complaint because I happened to be working, you know, mostly in the server room where it was pretty loud. I was like, Oh, Hey, this is a, this is a little bit inconvenient. And my employer was like, yeah, yeah. Why have you been in there this whole time? Why don't you come out to one of these cubes? You know, like that was the level of complaint that I've ever had to deal with. Right. It's a little bit loud in here. Yeah. Perspective. (laughs) Yeah. I think that kind of uh, my response personally to this right now is it's very much about the here and now uh i live in northern california and there's been a wildfire up here since november 8th uh the campfire i think they're calling it um and you know it's just kind of put in perspective for me the things that i've kind of taken for granted uh basic safety um it you know i think whipped through like 20,000 hectares in the first 24 hours. So you just take it for granted uh, that your house isn't going to just burn down on a moment's notice. Um, And uh, I mean, other things like, you know, the entire Bay area has been in this like unhealthy air quality situation for the past uh, week or so. And, uh, you know, just, I think I've taken, you know, relatively clean air for granted for a really long time. Um, and, uh, it's not something to take lightly. Right. So I've had to wear this N95 mask, um, that I was able to order on Amazon. It just showed up in my door. Right. 
uh, not have to run around. To, uh, just a, a bunch of things that it's really kind of put top of mind, like uh, safety, shelter, you know, the things at the, the base of that uh, Maslow hierarchy. So how about you? Yeah, I kind of feel like the reflection on what's really important and the things we take for granted is kind of like that Rocky three moment where Sylvester Stallone goes with Apollo back to the old gym to train, kind of go back to basics, if you will. Right. So that he can mm-hmm. get the eye of the tiger back. But in my case, something that uh, I tend to take for granted is the fact that I have a garage that I can park my car in. And when it's cold outside and frosty, and that does happen in Texas, by the way, I don't have to scrape the windshield. You know, I'm in a position where I'm going to have to drive places and I don't have to have extra time built in to go out and scrape the windshield and defrost everything. It's in a garage that's going to keep that away. You know, we talked about the environment that has either heat or cooling. I don't have to work out in the elements. And, you know, for the most part, I, I get to control the schedule and control the types of things I get to work on. So those those are things that I tend to take for granted sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Those are really good ones. I think that, you know, the, the, the basics that you, um, you just do every day and, uh, you just develop a blind spot for them, right. To kind of pay attention to those things. Um, and then Thanksgiving traditions, we have that on the list. What's that about? Oh, well, I thought it would be fun, John, just, just for kicks. If maybe we each shared, a Thanksgiving tradition that we do with our families. I know it's not necessarily career related, but I thought it'd be fun. This is bonus material here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we do this, uh, uh, this it's pretty new to me anyway. It's not, it's not something that I'm uh, culturally familiar with. Uh, it, we do this, uh, it's a quiche. It's like a, a custardy thing and a, and a crust. Um, but you know, most quiches are savory, right? And this one is sweet and it's made with like a vegetable puree, uh, pumpkin, uh, I'm talking about pumpkin pie. Um, so sorry. Uh, yeah. So that's not actually my brand new Thanksgiving tradition, uh, pumpkin pie. Uh, I've eaten pumpkin pie for my entire life as long as I can remember, but here's what is new for me. This is something that I did not know about. Um, I asked my mother about this. I was like, "What? what's going on with this? Did we miss out on this? And that is the idea of pumpkin pie for breakfast. Leftover pumpkin pie the morning after Thanksgiving or morning after Christmas or morning after whenever you have leftover pumpkin pie, eating a slice for breakfast. Nick, is this something in your family that you have done or do? Well, I think the idea of consuming anything pumpkin flavored is pretty close to morally wrong because I <laughs> I can't stand pumpkin flavor in any way, shape, or form. But you know, John, if it Seriously. Was, yeah, seriously. But if it was cherry pie, I'm on board and I totally do that. So the the slice of pie for breakfast, mm-hmm. the leftover pie for breakfast. I do not know where my family was in this, but we did not do this. And so I think, uh, like, uh, the, my wife and her family, they, they always have pumpkin pie for breakfast the next morning. I don't know if it's an official tradition, but I'm like, wait, you're doing what? 
that's that was dessert for last night and you're having it for like what it doesn't make any sense to have something sweet for breakfast let's go oh, outside yeah. and have it absolutely a, does you know you've been to conferences where all they had was donuts and sweet muffins and stuff like that we are a culture that eats dessert for breakfast for whatever reason that is completely different, sir. It is completely, <laughs> it is not different at all. You're absolutely correct. It's funny. You're absolutely we didn't correct. talk about what our traditions were going to be before the show. And this actually ties into mine. So oh, I, really? I'm, I'm going to make the connection for you. Here we go. Okay. Be a, okay. Here we go. It's going to be a scenic drive, but we're going to get there. So on my dad's side of the family, my grandmother, who doesn't live that far from here, she found a way to get most everybody on her side of the family to come to holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas. So, you know, if you have multiple families to see your, your spouse's family, your family, uh, you know, if you have parents that are divorced and remarried like mine, you may have many families. So we know that the Sunday before every Thanksgiving and the Sunday before every Christmas on that afternoon, you know, after church is over, we go to grandma Peggy's house and that's, and we have Thanksgiving food. You know, turkey, ham, all the good stuff. And there is pie, my friend. And she makes the best cherry pie on earth. Mm. You know, many times I get to take home my own whole pie from Grandma Peggy's. And it goes in my fridge because, you know, cherry pie should be served chilled. That's just the way it should be. It's wonderful that way. And, mm -hmm. you know, to your point, it, oftentimes it does get consumed for breakfast. The next day and the next several days, you know, you don't want to eat the whole thing, the whole pie the next day for breakfast. You kind of got to pace yourself so you don't get too overweight, right? But you also need to time your coffee intake properly because you're going to crash. Like if you just eat that stuff for breakfast, you're going to have that sugar crash a couple <laughs> hours. I promise it happens. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So you, you, you titrate the coffee to get to that... Uh that exact level that you need in combination. Yeah. Maybe it's like three scoops of coffee instead of two, like you would normally use. There's a, there's a way to figure it out. I'm not there yet, but I'm working on it. Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, that, that is awesome. That I think there's something there about pie being better the second day too. Right. We that's, that's a mystery. It's never been addressed by anybody until us. It's kind of like pizza, better leftover. Yeah, yeah. What's going on with that? By the way, I, I, if you do a, a search on the internet for best ways to reheat pizza, you know, since we're on the topic, totally on topic for us, it is in a frying pan covered. I don't know why that is, but it is magical. If You, you don't have to put any oil in the pan because, you know, spoiler alert, pizza has a lot of oil in it already. But... If you if you heat it up in a pan with a lid, like three minutes on high, magical, magical. In fact, I might order a pizza just to reheat it tomorrow. Is it too late for that? No. No, it is not. I mean, it's not that late where you are. But, you know, I, I knew we were going to take a little bit of a scenic drive, but we're going off the rails here, John. We got to get it back on track. <laughs> All right. Uh, top three delivery pizzas in order right now. No, no, we're not doing it. I'm I getting the don't red think light. We should people are going to unsubscribe if we do? We want them to subscribe. All right, all right. Save that for the next career topic. How to <laughs> take and affect your growth? Yes. 
not career growth, just personal growth. <laughs> exactly. All right, Nick, I think that's it for those topics. And as a result, all that we had planned, anything else pop in your mind while we talked? Oh, wait, wait, no, we actually wanted to talk about um, some more uh, solicitations to the community uh, of opinions. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is just one of some further bonus episodes that we hope to publish for you. And, you know, we crowdsourced a few questions for this one, but we have more. Okay. There's, there's more folks. That's why you need to subscribe and rate us. But I'd like for each of you that are listening to consider these questions that I'm about to ask you and definitely tweet us with your responses. We'd love to see what everyone thinks and we'll include the various social media posts that have these as well. So here we go in order. What's the effect of your job been on your holiday experiences? Does it allow you to unplug? Does it force you to work? Do you have to be on call? How did, how is that? How's that been for you? And the next one, if you can unplug on your holiday, how do you do it? Do you have to force yourself? Do you have a special strategy so that you can, can actually be present for your family? And, you know, if you're not taking holidays off, when, when do you take time off? And then the last one here, from a professional standpoint, what are your resolutions for 2019? What do you want to do, you know, with your career during that year? How are you going to level up? Tell us all about it. We definitely want to know. Send out a tweet to at Nerd Journey. And keep in mind, we definitely want you to subscribe. Give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We want to know if we're being helpful, and we're always looking for interesting questions to ponder. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I want to hear those Y2K stories for the uh for the people that have been around uh, long enough to have gone through Y2K, whether you had to be on call during that uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. So anyway, uh, again, we're collectively on Twitter at Nerd Journey. Uh, farewell lo- listeners. Tune in next time as the journey continues. I'm John White at B Journeyman for Nick Cordy at Network Nerd underscore signing off. Adios. Enjoy the pie for breakfast, everybody. 